Damn, I can't remember what color said on Claws the other night. Damn it. What? When he gave the nigga the money, he said, Welcome to the bank of Uncle Daddy and somebody. God damn it. Uncle Daddy. Down. That's a funny motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Daddy. That's a, that's a good show. You think she got killed? You think she going to die? Karuchi? Yeah. Uncle Daddy. Probably. Yeah, because you couldn't tell where they shot her at, mm-hmm. but you saw blood around her face or whatever. Probably grazed her. Yeah. Did I give you the call? You certainly did, sir. Okay. Anyway. Oh. Oh. Hold on, let me oh, my back. My neck. All right. Is everybody all right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Unproductive. You wanted to start from the exact building or just? Yeah, just from the beginning. All right, fellas. Everybody good? Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. yep. All right. Let me see here. Let's make sure we got some volume here. Hey, unproductive and unapologetic. We here. We here, we here, we here. We done had a little vacation of sorts. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute. <laughs> busy month. August has been a busy, yeah, busy what's, month. Summertime. Ooh, party yeah. was lit. Rick, you ain't what you're saying? Yo, nah, I'm good. Are you good? We gonna, so we gonna you, roll you know with how to talk in the mic now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. I gotta make sure I talk DJ. in mind tonight. Let's do it. Okay. your boy O King Johnny O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny next to me is it's your boy the handsome waves back in the <laughs> building you can catch me on Instagram's waves underscore DC that's with a Z and not an S next to him is it's your boy Rip the mother lover <laughs> your mother called me Rip cause I not only rip it I smack it up and flip it <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, that's for uh, shout out to Son. He's not here with us tonight. That one's for you, Son. Next to him is. It's Scott. Hold up. Wait. Stop the show. Pause, pause, pause. Okay, Johnny, don't touch that down. Wait one second. I got a special announcement for everybody out there. Starting August 28th until September 1st for five days. If you got a Kindle, if you don't have a Kindle, download the Kindle app. It's free. Trust me, I tried it. My first book. Systematic Racism and Capitalism, Alliance of Oppression is going to be absolutely free for five days. Download it. It's all yours. Y'all never gave me nothing. I'm giving y'all something. (laughs) Free. So five whole days. Get that. We're free. We're free. Next to him is. Well, it's hard to go after that one, but uh, <laughs> I ain't got shit. I ain't had no books, but <laughs> it's your main man, Littles. You can catch me on Twitter, Instagram at Littles1126. Hey, and there you have it. Shout out to G-Dak in Charlotte. Shout He'll out, be shout with out. us next show. Next show. Shout out to Sun, wherever he may be. Shout out to Lowe. I believe he's in Houston. H-Town. H-Town. Unproductive and unapologetic. We thank you for all your support. You can find us on Google Play Music, iTunes, uh, Player FM. SoundCloud. Sound. We everywhere. Nah, we ain't on SoundCloud what? no more. Yeah, had to X that. We, we didn't just had some technical difficulties. Oh, never mind. Then. But it's the You and You podcast. We on some other platforms. I'm going to let you know in a minute. But we here. How y'all feeling, fellas? I'm hey, feeling great. Good. Pretty great. great. Um, Rip's rant. Uh-oh. Get him. Here we go. <laughs> okay. I'm taking a long time to think about this. But this is something that I normally do. 
just by myself. But now I'm going to share it with you guys. (laughs) 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 This new segment titled Rip Rants will be all about the thoughts from the mind of me. Rip. Scary place. (laughs) (laughs) These rants may be thought-provoking, filled with anger, disgust, but at times inspirational with motivations, affirmations, and maybe a laugh or two. I don't claim to label the things I say as facts, just solely random but well-thought-out calculated rants. Just remember, if these rants rub you the wrong way, it's probably because what I'm saying relates to you. (laughs) I promise you, that's not my intention. These rants are merely questions and answers from a thinking man's mind. So let's get to it. (laughs) This inaugural rant rant on today's episode of the Unproductive and Unapologetic Podcast is titled, Hashtag Living My Best Life. Yes, the infamous hashtag that describes anything from being on vacation, purchasing a new car, smoking hookah at the club, hey. taking a booty shot, a car selfie, purchasing new Jordans, got your face beat, or a shot of your passport in the airport. Yes, hashtag living my best life. I ask, are you living your best life? Or are you just living your best to get likes? Mm. Are you living the life you want? The life that makes you truly happy? Are you living the life you think you should according to social media standards? Are you feeling the need to show that you are living the same life as others? Or that you even have a life according to the lie you've been told? Ask yourself, is this living my best life or is this just living a temporary moment? Is your soul being fed or your ego? What constitutes living your best life? Is it only material? Is it only a moment or thing that can be shown on social media? I'm not (laughs) here to discourage or judge a person for living the life they want. Just make sure it's the life you want. The life that represents and feeds your soul. The soul that's connected to your higher power, not your followers. Mm. And I'm done. Rip rank. Thank you. Hey! Was, uh, Snap it up. And that was uh that Snap was it up. And that was uh Derek Love Hall with the new, <laughs> uh, the new rip rank. You're listening to the You and You podcast. I had a random thought at work, right? You know how I do. I'm just walking around and I'm thinking, and I say, you know what? I'm going to ask the fellas this question. Based on your past relationships, just think for a second in Mm -hmm. your head, all your past relationships, do you feel like you have a type? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I used to have a type, but I say, when I, I was younger, I did, because, you know, you following everybody saying you should have a type, you should have a type, but uh-huh. the older I've gotten, I just like who whoever make me feel good, whoever, you know, connect with my spirit. No doubt, but yeah. but when you think about your exes, do they all have some similarities? Uh, Not really. Yeah, nah. Not really? Mm-mm. Nah. As long as you ain't smoking cigarettes, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Scott? <laughs> Uh yes, that's yes. I have a type. Um, <laughs> I tend to gravitate towards women who I feel like 
is gonna be there for me and got my back. That's mm, that's my that's type. That's your type. That's, that's my type. Yeah, I mean, I was I more so talking looks though. Yeah, cause I about to say, I looks. Yeah. To be honest with you, if yeah. if I lined up all the women I dated within the last five years, they all look completely different. Yeah, I, I wouldn't so say. Like, I'm gonna put it like this: You gotta look good. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying, and that, I don't, and that could come a lot of yeah, different ways. You know yeah. what I'm saying, like you know how people are, like, oh, she got a banging body, but that shit don't matter to me. You mm-hmm. have to look good. You have okay. to be attractive. Okay, okay. Rip, you feel pretty much feel the same way. I'm thinking about it. Uh, um, yeah, I really don't have no types. I mean, I do like some big ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening right now. Now that is funny. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I was like, you know what? I've been kind of all over the place with mm-hmm. with uh, with my exes. I think, like Rip said, when I was younger, I might have in my mind thought like, okay, I like a certain type of female. Because mm-hmm. because when I think way way back, like when I was young, I dated a lot of like light light skin chicks. Okay, mm-hmm. and then. Somewhere along the line in like real adulthood, it started to vary mm-hmm. um, more on the, you know, a little darker, a little browner side. Um, but I was thinking about it like going into it. I didn't really think about none of that stuff. You know, she got to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Or be, I'm sort of like you, like as long as she treat me, you know, treat right. me right. And we had a good time. It was all good. As I started to get older, um, the, the, the biggest draw for me was actually cooperation. Like wow. A woman that was cooperating, a woman that wasn't trying to give me a whole lot of attitude or to run player. around, or she's she, she's just down. I'm yeah. like, all right, that's that's attractive to me. I feel you on that. I totally feel you on that. Well, let's get into it, fellas. We lost Aretha Franklin. Rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. Sir. Today we lost uh, John McCain. John McCain. Rest in peace, John. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, John McCain. Let's get him a moment of silence. Also, this is the anniversary of the R&B sensation Aaliyah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. How many years has it been? 17, 17 years. Wow. Ooh, yeah, 17. 17 years. Time flies, man. I'm telling you. 2001. I, dang. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's funny because- So right before September 11th then. Yeah. Dang. Like a couple of weeks before, literally. Mm-hmm. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That was two, September 11th, 2001? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. <laughs> that was 17 years ago? Yeah. Sheesh. I remember that shit like it was yesterday, yes. too. I'm telling you. I was right in school now. Time flies, man, because I today I was filling out my clearance paperwork and I'd put y'all on the um on the uh people to mm-hmm. uh closest to me or whatever the case might be. And I was like, damn, I know Scott since 86. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty two years. Hey, it's been a while. Yo, that's a, that's a long time. time. And we ain't had one fight. Uh-uh. We ain't got nothing to fight about. <laughs> hey, you got that right. The night is still young. <laughs> <laughs> Unproductive and unapologetic. So speaking of Leah, man, let's get into some R&B talk. Yes. How are we going to take this? What's some R&B you feeling right what's, now? What's hot right now? Mm. Right now? Who we're, is the We're going to say sir. So. Hold on. Who's the Aaliyah of today? Ooh. The Aaliyah of today. Aaliyah wow. of today? Is there mm, an Aaliyah? I don't think so. I think everybody... So far, as of right now, I think everybody is saying her is the new Aaliyah for the day. I'm not saying me, but that's what's like the social media. Oh, really? Yeah. Old girl from uh, Kendra Camp. What's her name? She is. SZA. 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 Her? Her? Her got her beat? 
Her got her beat. See what, see what I did? Yeah, there? I think her. I, I just want to. I just want to let y'all know. I have no idea who y'all talking about with none of these people. <laughs> you gotta get hip, man. It's a lot of good art. I don't heard that. I, I live with a woman, so I don't heard that sister album a million times. Well, y'all gonna get me hip really tonight? Really, no Aaliyah today? Really? Yeah, I don't think it is. Mm. I Sierra. See, people was saying Sierra when she first came. Yeah, I don't out. see it. But yeah, that died. You know what I'm saying? No, so. yeah. <laughs> I don't see it. All right, so SZA and her are the hottest female. R&B artist right now? Mm. Uh, probably LMA. LMA. That's LMA my boo. Yeah, Don't do that. <laughs> oh, do my that. gosh, boy. You Shout out to LMA. I've been a Don't, fan for wow. two years now. Wow. Way, be, way before boot up. You really going to do that, I though? I did that. Stop biting me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he also wore the same Jordans as me today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a little rivalry going Nigga, on Nigga, I like ain't ordered a case of deer like me, though. It's all good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered first. At least I had chicken in mine. Y'all twinsies today. <laughs> so what happened with the case of deer? You said there wasn't no chicken in it? No. Man, I, mean, I had a whole, just a tortilla. You just had a tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> so you ordered a case of deer, and they bought you out an empty tortilla. Right, yeah. They yep. <laughs> and that joint was burnt, man. Tortilla was brown as hell. Hey, did you order with you, ain't, you ain't send it back and get another Man, one? No, I got my money back. Yeah, money. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't pay for nothing? I pay for my them good ass buffalo yeah, wings. wings. Oh, you different from me. I'm like, I, I'm, I feel like I shouldn't have to pay for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do so it. hold on, let me get this straight. So you ordered chicken quesadilla and buffalo wings? I had yeah, buffalo wings Oh, so y'all was yeah. going like on a, a minimum menu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy hours normally like five buffalo wings or six. I'm yeah. sure it was some smaller. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, nah. All right, so R and B. So since we talking about R and B, do we talk about R Kelly or do we leave him out of this? Yeah, we can leave him out of it. R Kelly got issues, man. Uh, I just R- want to say this one thing. Uh huh. Marvin Gaye is the greatest singer to ever live. Really? I'll just leave that there. Wait, what? Really? <laughs> Where is this coming from? That's just you just listened to some Marvin Gaye recently? <laughs> no, I just love Marvin Gaye. All right, what's the best Marvin Gaye song? Dang, the best Marvin Gaye the song. The National Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Go YouTube that. I can't say I can't say what's his favorite. I know what's my favorites. Okay. Well, I mean, what what what's giving you what's making you stamp him that? But <laughs> He just was multifaceted. Um, he could just—he just had just an amazing range. He can do—he can sing whatever. You don't like, think Prince was like that? Mm. He can't sing as good as Marvin Gaye. I'm sorry. I don't know. Prince is a singing dude, bro. I know somebody who don't get it credit. Had crazy range. Michael Jackson don't get credit for his singing oh my ability. Seriously. Did you say Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson Seriously. gets credit for everything. Too much of my opinion, but I, he, but I really? don't think he I don't think he really got credit for his singing oh, ability. Whoa! I don't want y'all attacking me. My name is uh, Scott Higgs, author what the of world? Uh, <laughs> in America. The you think Michael Jackson niggas. is overrated? I don't think he's the he's the greatest entertainer when it comes to hitting that stage and doing all of that. But I, as far as musically, I, I would listen to Prince ten times out of ten before I listen to Michael Jackson. Whoa. And that's just my opinion. And I'm entitled to it. Bullshit. Now, now, are you factoring they was sort of different genre? Because Michael was was more pop than he was, uh, whatever you want to consider, Ma- Prince. Mike was Mike had a lot of good R and B stuff. If you go to the album, yeah. like Off the Wall, that is a great album. I'm gonna tell you, was a great album. I'm, yeah. I agree with that. I was that. just about to say that. He was going, that was like after his whole little situation. So people was like 50-50 with Michael. 
Yo, that Butterflies album that shit, is like that. That shit greatness, yeah. Right. You can listen and to he the whole some, album. He has some nice R&B joints on there. One of my favorite songs of Michael Jackson is Stranger in Moscow. That's my shit, mm. too. Ain't that from the Free Willy? I don't know what mine is. Uh, <laughs> mine is. Uh, he said free will. No, he did do some songs on that joint. Yeah. What, what was the free will? I can't yeah. think of the name. I know what you're talking about. I love that when, song, by the way. When they well jump um, on the wall. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't strange in Moscow, but yeah, I know which one you're talking, you're talking about. about. I don't uh, know the name doom, of it. Doom, doom, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the Tito's. My joint is Human Nature. Yeah, that's my joint. PYT was a joint. It's called Will You Be There. That's what I said. That's what I said. Stranger in Moscow. So let's get back to this. Let's go back to this. I'm I'm this overrated. Okay, let me say something first. Okay. Michael Jackson don't have a better song than Adore by Prince. That's a fact. He don't have a better song than Purple Rain. See. I don't know about that. Yes, he does. I mean it's true. It's true. Jackson got hits, bro. Really? And we ain't gonna speak about the musical ability because that ain't even fair. I mean, that's 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 he, a whole different yeah, conversation. We talked about we Prince. talked about that before yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, Prince, he's great. All the he know how to play all the instruments, but I just feel like Mike was a human instrument. Mm. Like if you listen to interviews with people talk about Mike in the studio, he would instruct classically trained musicians on how to do how yeah, to produce pops. songs. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. You even seen it a little bit on the uh, "This Is It" when the uh, yeah, when the uh, yeah. the piano player was playing. And he was like, "That's that's quite right. not it." Like yeah. <laughs> he can, like he he had an ear for it. Yeah. But I don't I don't really compare the two because I feel like they both yeah, was great, either. the greatest in their own right. right yeah. You know what I mean? But to say Mike was overrated, that's a stretch. It was the uh, that's a stretch, Littles, and I, I usually rock with you and your. I said it, <laughs> Littles one one two. See if you one one two six. If you want that static, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, it was uh, the song Billy Jean. Michael Jackson wanted Prince to be on it, and Prince wow. listened to the song and he was like, "Why the hell you want me to be on this song? This song is great." No, he also said he had a problem with the uh, the first line being "Your buddy's mine." Oh, was that <laughs> yeah, a different I remember song? That. I remember that. Uh, was that a different? Uh, it was a, no, that was, that was um, the video. What's the video? Was, uh, the Prince was Prince was supposed to be in the bad video. Oh, okay. And Wesley Prince, Snipes character. Right? I'm about to say, what's yes, the Snipes is in that yes. video? Yes. And Prince said he said he was thrown off because the first line of the song was "Your, Your butt is mine. mine," and Prince was like, "I don't want no boxes." <laughs> 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 yo, I thought that was hilarious. That is hilarious. But yo, Prince, Michael Jackson, both the kings in their own right. Um, I think the most iconic video I've seen of the two of them was when they both graced the stage with James, James Brown. Brown. Yeah. Yo, that was like That was amazing. a James Brown tribute, right? No, 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 nah, no. This was, was James Brown in concert. They, or yeah, okay, James okay. Brown was in concert and, and they, they both was at the show. Yeah, wow, they was there to see and him he had them perform. both come on stage. Right. Yeah, that joint was like, that was an iconic moment right there. Whoever was in that audience was lucky that day. Let me ask this. Okay. Who, is, who do y'all think is the greatest uh, 90s Early 2000 R&B group. 90s, early 2000s. Uh, Drew Hill. Male, male or female? It don't matter. Just okay. Group I, I, group. Do you have a list Let's of the... Let's do male group. Do you Let's have do, a list I'm, of the groups? Jodeci, oh, 112. I off the break. Drew Hill. I'm about to say Jodeci. Yeah. That's all <laughs> I, I need no to say. With no hesitation. As soon as you said 90s... I was with Wayne with Drew Hill. So once you said Jodeci... I love Jodeci. I'm still going to stick with We have to debate this. I'm still going Drew Hill. Drew Hill has some hits. I'm still going with Drew Hill. Drew Hill has some hits. Besides their hits... 
you Bruh. listen to their albums, albums, they had yeah, some they had great songs. Don't <laughs> get <Jodeci laughs> started. What about uh? No. Y'all forgetting about the the five heartbeat? No. Yo, Drew Hill is cool and all, but they ain't messing with Jodeci, bro. Jodeci was yeah, on. Yeah, I'm rocking with Jodeci. Since you've been gone. <laughs> oh, man, they was they was R&B, but they had that edge too. They brought yes. in that bad boy R&B stuff. Man, shut that stuff up, man. <laughs> Drew Hill. <laughs> them, niggas, them niggas ain't had blonde hair like Cisco though. <laughs> Listen, Drew. Let me just put it like this: Cisco still got one of the best R&B albums of all time. <laughs> what? What album? I'm about to say. And it, Unleash Your Dragon? Was, yeah. Was the Thong song on there? Yes, yes. it was. Get your both out of here. been disqualified. You've been disqualified already. That erases that whole oh, album. Hey. Hell nah. Thong song? I bet you if you play the Thong song right now, I bet every chick probably would start singing that John. You crazy, nah, I know. But is that an R&B song or a pop song? That's a pop song. But the album, though. The album is I great. I never heard it. Cisco Listen has, to the album. I never heard it. Listen to the album. Okay, Cisco it's, on, it's on iTunes. I listen to it. You listen I've to never it. heard it. I've listen. never listened to it. You know this. Mark, waves know this. Cisco has one of the best R&B songs ever recorded. It's called Incomplete. Oh, that's that song's amazing. Uh, without you, girl, yes. my yeah. life is incomplete. That I song is know. amazing. That is a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. But you that's said one of the greatest R&B, R&B songs, songs ever, ever made, recorded. Ever that's, recorded. That's, 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 nah, hey, Scott. Yes. Oh, no. Hey, Scott. Relax. Something, something okay. is in your Tito's <laughs> tonight. Stay in my lane. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You stay over there, blackity black. Oh, okay, hey. you know what I'm he saying. I don't know about this over here. You just said a door was the greatest. No, I said one. one. He I said, said one. Don't, don't okay, do that. One Nothing don't will do ever that. eclipse a door. Is the greatest I, song I ever recorded. A door is like great. Prince got some joints though. Also up there, send it on by D'Angelo. But that's another. Yes, story. that's another good joint too. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay, so so we got two for Drew Hill and three for Jodeci. Oh, what you saying, nah, Rip? Rip is with Drew Hill. Uh, He's with oh, you Drew going Hill. Drew Hill? I'm gonna have to go Drew Hill. I'm shocked and appalled. <laughs> Are y'all serious right now? <laughs> Drew Hill got uh, some good songs. Yes, they do. Nobody's denying they got some good songs, but better than Jodeci, bro. I'm I'm not Ooh. saying, but that's the question, brother. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. What's the question? What's the, the question? The question is now. <laughs> you asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> Right now. <laughs> Ask the question: Who hey, is the greatest R&B <laughs> group of the nineties? You said nineties, early two thousand, yeah, male group. Come on, all man. right, Jodeci. All right, uh, you got forever, my lady. It was Jodeci. Uh, uh, Shout out to Albie Show. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he did write a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, he he played a. He so that goes back to saying Drew Hill is the greatest. Like, Come on, man, y'all. <laughs> Jodeci never did them jumps in that video on the tell me joint. I used to do that. The, I was fat ass jazz in the video in my basement. Uh, die for you, lady. Mm-hmm. I will die mm-hmm. for you. I mean, but that's like tonight. their main hits though that you're naming. You're, bruh. Like, no, Jodeci, Jodeci do got fire. some. Bruh. get some out. They got some. Fire. You know what slept on Jodeci songs though? To me, what? the joint called "Get On Up." That was my yeah, shit. Yeah, just get on up. I remember yeah. the video. They was on top of the tour bus. Yeah, man. Come on, bro. I'm still rocking. Man, with Drew I'm Hill. still going with Drew Hill. You, I listen to Jodeci. You know how much? You know how much. Loving I got off of Jodeci, boy. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I will put Jodeci over the top of Rip. They did a song with Pop. No, look, because I'm drinking Tito's, I ain't even thinking that. If I was drinking Henny, I'd have thought about that. (laughs) That's what it is. Jodeci's like that, bro. No, I never said they wasn't, though. Jodeci's like that. I think somebody who who people sleep on, this is an old old person, Donnie Hathaway. People sleep on Donnie Hathaway. Who's sleeping on Donnie Hathaway? People don't really talk about Donnie Hathaway when they talk about R&B. Man, this Christmas... 
that is. A lot of people hate that song. That's like this Christmas. Yeah, a lot of people hate that song. Even when Chris Brown did it. Because some people don't like Christmas. <laughs> Simple as that. It yeah, brings up bad memories. Yeah. But when Chris Brown did it, they still didn't like it. People don't like Donnie Hathaway's this Christmas. Oh, this Chris <laughs> Brown like, hit I it with that, his I think, <laughs> I think that's the best version of this Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Like, rip, uh, real quick, when you brought up the best groups of the 90s and 2000s, it's not a lot of groups when you think about it. In the it's, 2000s, there are men. Male groups, yeah. male singing groups. Yeah, yeah really? Jodeci, not a lot. It was a lot of solo artists. Yeah, it, it's like yeah. it was solo. Jodeci, 112, Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge got hits too. Jagged Edge got hits, but they Maybe. all their beats sound the same. Do y'all remember though when um, R. Kelly was in a group? Public oh, announcement. Yeah, 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 yeah public yeah. announcement. <laughs> hey, I can't believe y'all. Two things I'm shocked about tonight. Michael Jackson is overrated. Yep. And Drew Hill is the greatest R&B group. I think this might be the first time I've ever heard this in my life. <laughs> but there's one R&B artist that we did not talk about. Hey, this my nigga. <laughs> he a legend in my eyes. I don't know about oh, you. Wait. The show goes downhill from here. <laughs> what I know about this? I'm about to hit the moves right now. It's something about the girl that just <laughs> makes my head. Say about to drop a new single. That could have been the worst of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Fifty Tyson still around? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we follow each other on uh, Twitter. Wow. Ain't he like, like thirty now? I don't know how old he is. Yeah, Fifty hey, Tyson was just a little too early. All yeah, I know he is he tweeted. Time. He tweeted. Both he about to drop yeah. a new song. I was like, yeah, we need to hear that. And he he was like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Ice JJ Fish. All right. It's unproductive and unapologetic. We are here back at you. We haven't got a title yet. I don't feel one in my spirit just yet. <laughs> but Serena's outfit was banned recently. I want to know how you guys feel about that. Oh, my bad. I wonder how you guys feel about that. Um, what was the justification for banning her outfit? She's not dressed properly. <laughs> That's yeah, what it, it wasn't basically really came no down. Justification. It, yeah. She had on a cat suit. Right. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't she worn that before? Yeah. She so wore something similar. But the, the thing that, that, that tickled me about it, I'm like, okay, she's fully covered. Right. Like yeah, fully clothed. And this like is what you banned? Right. Uh, Tarika Lee. He uh, posted something on Instagram where he had a picture of what Serena had on the cat suit, and then he had beside that a picture of one of the white tennis women tennis players, and she had on a short mini skirt where she was keeping the tennis balls under her drawers, and you can see her. That's how they usually yeah, do. Yeah, her ass mm-hmm. cheeks. Yeah. 
So I'm like, this That's goes cool. back to back in the day when when white people were just offended and appalled by the voluptuousness of a black woman's body. Yo, I, <laughs> first of all, it ain't nothing Serena can wear that can hide her yeah, voluptuousness. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> knows she got that badonka donk. Right. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, I'm just like, yo, of all things to ban, you ban a fully a suit that she's fully covered in? Right. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. One thing I was glad about was that Nike came out and, you know, made yes. a statement. Yeah, and I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a Nike outfit she was wearing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and apparently she was having some issues with blood clots. Yeah. And that's yeah. the that's reason for the for. suit. Yeah. I guess they ain't like Black Panther the movie or something, bro. <laughs> like... <laughs> He was about to say something. Oh yeah, Nike it came out and said something like you can take the the cape off a superhero but you can't take her powers yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Nike definitely was backing her. That's a great thing. Yeah. And they should. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, all she does is win. I mean. Right. <laughs> it's ridiculous at the end of the day. It's the most uh, goofiest. It is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the elephant in the room is them tennis folks. They hate the Williams sisters. They always hated them. They never wanted them in the sport. They never wanted them to be successful and they pick on them every chance they get. Well, remember, it started out, they used to talk about the bees in the head. Right. Mm-hmm. It was their bees in their head. It was. It's just always been something. And so that's why when you hear stuff like this, it really don't carry no weight because it's like, oh, okay, now Again? y'all have found something oh, else. Yeah. You know, and it's just at this point, especially this late in their career, and as much as they've done for the sport, they should be able to wear it and do whatever they want to do. Right. You know what I mean? Um, what happened to... Uh, superstars having special privilege because that's it just the way be it should no be. It wouldn't be no women's tennis if it wasn't for them. Yeah, you got that right. Mm-mm. In fact, the funny thing, I they the only tennis I watch. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even watch. I don't the watch the men. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch all. none of that. They the biggest names in the sport. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I watch two people: Serena so. and Roger Federer. Does it? I ain't seen Federer in about twenty years. He still play? <laughs> yeah, he still play. God, what about uh, what's the other Macaro? He still playing. <laughs> he playing like, playing 80 like 80 years old. <laughs> 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 he retired like 87. Frederick, Frederick's about as old, ain't he? How old is Frederick? Like he's about mid 30s. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, he like 30s. Who am I thinking voice. about? I'm thinking about somebody else then. It's another uh, It's another tennis player that's been playing forever. And I heard his name. I'm like, oh, he still play? I remember he was playing when I was a little boy. <laughs> Federer is 37. Uh, oh, okay. He's about my age. So I ain't going to knock him. Get that money, player. <laughs> Jimmy Smith, what's up with him? Okay, Jimmy Smith, he's a cornerback with the Baltimore Ravens. He was suspended because he was exhibiting emotionally abusive behavior toward his significant other. Emotionally abusive behavior. Now, what? I, I don't understand. Emotionally, did they come out and say exactly what he they did didn't come out and say exactly what it was. But when you think of, when you think about what emotional emotionally abusive behavior is, that could just be you yelling at mm-hmm. your woman, you arguing, you, you calling her, you can calling her. He didn't get arrested. He, got suspended. he just got suspended. The NFL suspended him for this. What? There's oh, a lot of yeah. He could have been yelling at her. He probably called her dumb or something or called her out her name. Who knows? But it was emotionally abusive behavior. Does somebody? Did she call the authorities or call the team about him? They like not giving no, they not giving that information out. Like, what's what's if, he doing? How would she call the team? Like she basically called the job like, yo, yeah, he's saying he's saying all this stuff. Y'all need to handle him. I don't get that one. Like, how do you get suspended? Like, I, for, I don't want to be dismissive dismissive of the situation yeah. because I don't know what's going on between the brother and his woman. If he's abusing his woman, that is wrong. Yeah. But as the story is reported, it says emotionally abusive behavior 
I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Then when you think about the guys that's out here beating on women, mm-hmm. drug yeah, charges, all this other stuff. Murder. NFL players. Right. Murder charges. The world, this world, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't understand. Man. I, don't, I, I don't agree with so that. Not to say that he should be emotionally abusive, whatever that means. Yeah. I've heard of verbally abusive. One of his teammates, Eric Weddle, came out and he kind of was skating around the issue, but he was basically, he ba- from what I got from him, he was basically saying that him and his lady was arguing. I so mean, he was verb verbally yeah. abusive. Yeah. So okay. did she call? She called the team. That, that's what I'm confused about. That, so how did that happen? That information. Yeah. Maybe he did it in front of the team. Maybe mm. he did it in front of the team. Hey man. I don't <laughs> think, or or I don't maybe think. the team is thinking. I'm sorry to cut you off. Maybe uh, the team did it as a preemptive strike. Just Ray Rice they, they, they thought he was going to do something. So he like, suspended three preseason games. He suspended in the uh, regular, regular season. season? Woo. Yeah. How many games? I think it's four, but I will check. Y'all keep going. His lady four? might have to make a statement to to help clean this up because nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, that's kind of confusing. They're not going to unsuspend him even if she says something. So. Wow, that's confusing. And, and like I said, I don't want to be dismissive if he really right. is you know, being abusive towards his woman because that's wrong. But yeah, that is. But this is just kind of confusing. We, we don't know what's I don't happening. know what emotionally abusive is. Yeah. We need that definition. I think it's verbal. And then, and then on top of that, yeah, that he can't suspend it. Four games yeah. for it says suspended four games. That's the rule for domestic violence now. They said minimum four games, but yeah, four this games ain't domestic violence of the regular season for violating the league's personal conduct policy. Okay, so maybe verbal being verbal abuse of his part. It, it says Smith's discipline stems from a petition filed by the mother of his first child that accused him of domestic violence. The NFL found evidence of threatening and emotionally abusive behaviors by Smith towards his former girlfriend, according to a team, a statement released by the team. Okay, it's more to that story. Yeah. It's definitely more to it. Yeah. And they don't want to put it's, it out there. It's an accumulation of things. Yeah. Seems like it. The That's, league is already getting bad PR. Yeah. From uh, the protests to domestic violence, really because of the protests. Right. They let that domestic violence slide, but when the protests <laughs> started happening, they really took a PR hit. <laughs> right. So yeah. they, they, they trying to sweep as much shit under the rug as they possibly can right now. Exactly. It says... Uh, it originally was a six-game suspension, but he appealed it. Uh, and got it to four. Yeah. Yo, six games seems like That's a half lot. the league. I mean, I mean, half the season. It Damn says man, uh, almost, this yeah. is his second suspension. Oh. He was suspended for the final four games of last season for violating the performance-enhancing drug policy. Oh, he just got oh, issues. Yeah, he, wild. Yeah. he just got issues going on. Okay. So, Jimmy Smith, get your shit together. <laughs> Please, brother. Get it together, brother. There's already enough shit going on. Get it together. Stop being verbally abusive. Be a little nice and say yes, sweetie. <laughs> Scotty. Oh, I'm first. Teach us something. <laughs> I'm going up. I'm going up. I'm going up. Okay. Uh, if you know, if you're in the D.C. area, if you ever watch television, the United States Capitol has a statue on top of it. That statue is a Roman soldier. And the name of the statue is actually called Freedom, which you might not know. In 1855, Thomas Crawford, who was a white man, was commissioned to create a statue that would sit on top of the U.S. Capitol. Because when they first built the Capitol, it didn't have a statue on top of it. Right? That came a few years later. All right? Here's what you don't know. Thomas Crawford wanted to make the statue a free slave. Jefferson Davis, who at the time was the U.S. War Secretary, who later become, who later became the leader of the Confederate Army, 
because the Civil War happened eight years later. He wrote a letter to Thomas Crawford, who was in Rome, designing the statue, saying, and I quote, it is inappropriate to a people who were born free and not enslaved to make the statue on top of the U.S. Capitol a freed slave. Upon receiving this letter, Thomas Crawford got shook, and he changed the statue to a Roman soldier that is actually called freedom. So originally, the statue that was supposed to be on top of the U.S. Capitol was supposed to be that of a freed slave in 1855. And if you didn't know, black people also built the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. Wow. And if you don't know, now, now you know. know. Every week, Scotty, you tell me something I don't know. Hey, that's I, 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 I be learning like shit from Scott, dog. Listen, I ain't even going to lie Listen, to I took African-American studies 12th grade. Yeah, I ain't learned none of this shit I, I learned, learned in this podcast. I took hey, wow. African-American history, and I did not know that shit. Wow. I just want to I just want to go back to one thing you said. Go for it. He said it was disrespectful Jefferson Davis said it would be inappropriate to a people who were born free and not enslaved. Of course, he was talking about the white people in America. Ah. Mm-hmm. Now, at the time, Jefferson Davis, he was the U.S. War Secretary. This was 1855. Later on, Jefferson Davis became the leader of the Confederate Army. So he wow. led the he led the Civil War That's against the United States of America. Wow. That's interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Wow. Well, there you have it with Scotty. Teach us something. Thank you, Scotty. Mm-hmm. We're not all shits and giggles here. Sometimes you'll learn That's something. That's right. If you're in the DMV area, if you're ever on Jefferson Davis Highway, remember he ain't shit. Take the side road. Hey, you heard it here first. Steven Jackson was talking about LeBron in the school, I believe. Yeah, I got a clip for that. You got a clip for that? Let me get you. That's a Captain Jack. (laughs) Hey, Slap Jack. I've always liked Steven Jackson. I think my most uh, favorite time of Steve Jackson playing was when he was with the Bobcats. Yo, he balled out with the Bobcats. My favorite time was when he jumped in the stands. Yeah, that was my favorite time. <laughs> oh, That's where I thought you was going with. No, 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 no. no. That, was, that was a very uh, that was a very sad moment. Whip the ass, Jack Jack. That was, that, that was a real brotherhood moment Look, right I was, there. I was lucky enough to be watching that live. Me too. And I cannot really? believe what I was watching. Me too. Really? I was I watching it live I was just watching too. and when that, that, what was it, that cup, that was a cup, a cup, yeah. cup came yeah. from the crowd and they went in I'm like, I cannot believe when I'm watching. <laughs> wow. That was amazing. You a lucky dude. I didn't see that live, but yeah. I was at home watching it because y'all niggas at this podcast wasn't hanging out with me back then. <laughs> so fuck all y'all. <laughs> all right, let Go me ahead, pull the clip up. This is a big problem with us today as a race. And this is the problem. And this is why people always say stuff like our own race. We say it's like, Man, they ain't real. They don't. They really don't fool with me. Da, da, da. Uh, they with me for a certain reason. They trying to. They around me trying to gain something for their personal. Listen, if I decide to salute LeBron at opening his school, then just let me do that. You don't need people. People coming on here saying, "Well, he wasn't the first to do it," or "It's other people who did it." Why you like? I don't want to say that's. It's you don't have to compare people like. I heard I, I heard I heard a rapper say that the black race is the only and the, is the only race that compare greatness to see who the greatest. You don't hear a white race. The other, any other, you don't have a white race seeing if they celebrity who the greatest or who you know what I'm saying like who the goat. You know what I'm saying like just let me salute this man and you should salute him. Stop comparing, bro. Hey man, but hey, 
That's real I talk. agree yeah. a I'm thousand saying. percent. I agree. And for yeah. those who don't know, they, I'm guessing the comparison is coming from because Jalen Rose had a school yeah. and it definitely wasn't as publicized as LeBron, but like you said, you shouldn't be comparing everything. You should be saluting everybody that's doing that. Jalen Rose had a school win. He still has a school. Uh, oh, it's have? called, a, uh, what is it, a leadership academy or something like that? Puff got one too, right? Yeah, Puff, yeah, Puff got Harvard. a school. I never knew Jalen Rose think, had a school. I think Magic got one. But yo, shout out to them brothers. Like, it's not a competition. Yeah. Yeah. Like, LeBron is is doing something um, from where he come from to give back. And that should be celebrated. It's, 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 we need to get out this crabs in the burrow mentality. Exactly. It ain't about finding the negative in, in everything. We, we, we got to celebrate the positive and, and push that forward. Exactly. Like if LeBron would have took that money and, and bought some cars and some jewelry and a private plane, wouldn't nobody have a problem with it. Yep. But he put his money and he invested it into something positive. And now, you know, people want to down down talk that. Like, yeah. that's a slave mentality, bro. We got to get up out of that. That's cooning. That's some coon shit. Absolutely. For real. You're right. And the big problem is people don't know when to cut the hate off. Okay, you hate LeBron, but now is not the time for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a certain, it's, it's a time and place for everything. You know what I'm saying? You can't deny the amount of charitable things that LeBron has done off uh-uh. the court. I don't care how much you hate him on the court. You can't deny what he has done. Right. And I think Scott hit it on the head. It's that crabs, crabs in the burrow mentality. Mm-hmm. But not only that, okay, Jalen Rose had a school. This is the first I ever heard of it. I didn't know nothing about it. But another thing, we got to stop faulting these uh, celebrities for what the media does. Exactly. Yeah. LeBron is just doing LeBron things. It's the media that runs with it. Stop being mad at LeBron because the media want to be at everything that he's involved in. Yeah, yeah. That's not his that's, fault. That's true, it's not yeah. his fault. LeBron is the yeah, biggest star. He's the biggest so, star. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. his fault. Yeah. Jalen Rose, we don't know nothing about Jalen Rose. Yeah, I don't know shout, about, shout out to Jalen Rose. Shout out to Got Jaylen. 81 scored on him by Kobe Bryant. He, de- he definitely <laughs> did. Is that the name of the school? 81? <laughs> Shout out to the uh, the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy Shout out in, to it. in Detroit, talk. Michigan, founded in 2011. Wow, that's what's up. I never that's knew important. that. I learned something new today. What they say, you learn something new every day? Yep. Every day. I learned something new today. I mean, it's nothing really you can dispute with what he said. I mean, yeah, we do <laughs> we do a lot of comparing mm-hmm. and on who's the greatest. And we've talked about this on the show. Why can't there just be multiple greats? Mm-hmm. I mean... And when you think about it, what he said about white people don't do the, all that comparing, they really don't. They, they don't. work together. They don't. Uh-huh. They, they work exactly. together and they keep building exactly. upon that. And you know, another thing I hit you with, we the only folks that, that say um, in music, once you get a certain age, you, right. sh- you can't do it no more. Right. Mm-hmm. Them rock and roll bands play exactly, today a hundred and still playing. Rolling Stones exactly. still touring. And people show up to them shows, yeah. but in, in hip hop, once you reach a certain age, they say, oh, you're too old to do it, mm-hmm. or if this is a young man. We the only ones that do that. We the only ones put ceilings on right. everything. It, you know, everything has to be measured by something. And mm-hmm. when you do that, when you have a men- mentality like that as a community, you're not building. you constantly starting over from scratch. Mm-hmm. You're constantly in the same place. Right. Absolutely. You, 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 you're not building up from, from, from the foundation to go as high as you can go. you constantly redoing the wheel yeah. all over again. Absolutely. It's nonsense. Absolutely. We got to get about it. We got we, we, we got to think bigger go. than that. Absolutely, absolutely. So shout out to Stephen Jackson. He's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah I was real talk. Well. Yeah, yeah, no bull. I know he was a real brother when he ran up in them stands in Detroit. <laughs> 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 nah, he was defending. He was because somebody swung. I think on Artest. Oh, yeah, Artest. Yeah. So yeah. See, well, they threw that cup of ice on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Artest. Yeah. Soon somebody swung on him. He was right there. Hey, <laughs> and shout out to Stephen Jackson's uh, reputation uh, recovery because he the man right now. Yeah. He, 
if I love to, him on the uh, sports talk shows, man. Yeah, but to come from like you said, brawling in the stands to be where he is now, that's a hell of a that's, turnaround. That's a <laughs> but the only <laughs> people up. that looked at that bad was the white people. We didn't. We we, we knew what was up. Right. Yeah, you got you got to look out for your brother, bro. <laughs> yeah, and hey. Stephen Jackson said as they were going to the tunnel, we fight together. Yeah. yeah. You hey, gotta be I, with these people every and day, they, man. And they better keep their eye on Westbrook because it was a couple times I thought he was gonna go <laughs> up the stands. Russell Westbrook be ready to knock some fans. I don't know. I don't know why people think he's soft or something because he don't, doesn't give off that vibe. I guess. Don't let them tight clothes fool you. Bro. Yeah, don't, don't let that tight clothes fool you. Don't <laughs> let that wardrobe <laughs> fool you. I get the feeling on like social media, people think he's soft or something. I don't see that. I don't see it in him. I don't see I don't it at all. He just don't give off that vibe like he go. I definitely believe he go in them stands. Yeah, I do too. I don't. He doesn't seem like he have a soft bone in his body. Yeah. Russell be You need to smack bro. that snake ass nigga from the Warriors. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> exactly I'm talking to you, Beady Bead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on the Warriors. Hey, man, that's a hometown guy. Come on. Nah, yeah. I'm not it's from that, Look at that. It's that Tito's over there, man. Littles is on a roll tonight. Let me be That pregame. That pregame. That pregame. He's still mad over them quesadillas, man. We are only we are only 40 minutes into the show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like five minutes ago. <laughs> this nigga had a Tito's, that Tito's. He had that Power Rangers oh, delay God. reaction. <laughs> you know you get hit? Oh, it's killing it tonight. Oh, you know you get man. hit and then you react to it. Hey, I got me sweating, man. I got me sweating. Hey, Scott. Oh, hey, man. Hey, Scott. <laughs> Scott, like. Hold up. What did he say again? About what he said. <laughs> we are oh 40 minutes into the oh show. Oh, my goodness. And Little man. said Michael Jackson is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Hill is the best army group ever. And he called KD BDB. <laughs> I'm, we, I'm not drunk, I swear. <laughs> oh and we're not even God. done. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we touched one topic. <laughs> <laughs> Comedians and jokes. All right, I got another clip. So, Let's roll with it. All right, here we go. Like made some inappropriate joke 20 years ago. They're holding them accountable now. What do you think about that? I think that's so stupid. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing comedy since 1986. Mm. If y'all go back, y'all gonna see so much inappropriate. <laughs> you, you can't hold me accountable for what I did in 1987. I mean, I wasn't smart. I mean, like, do you know what I'm saying? Stop holding comedians to this standard. Yeah. My job is to make the ugliest stuff funny. I mean, unless you want to cry for the rest of your life. <laughs> the best way to conquer pain is laughter. Yeah. You're not letting comedians do their job, and you're miserable. <laughs> Stop walking around so offended. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to survive life. That was uh, Leslie Jones on The View. I was trying to catch the voice. About to say, that yeah, that's like Leslie. Yeah, that sounds like I her. agree a thousand percent. Yeah. The world as a whole is way too sensitive now. <laughs> and it makes you think of all the amazing comedy specials from the 80s and 90s. They would not be able to be made today. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. And prime example is, if you ever seen Eddie Murphy Delirious, Delirious. you know exactly Ooh, what exactly. I'm talking about. That's yep. my shit. That wouldn't, they would ban him in every country in America for that one. You what could, happened, though? Brother, social media. Yeah. How about I say even uh, it's gotta be that's, that's right there. When we when I was on social media heavy, like you could talk about anymore. any and everything, and everybody would laugh at your jokes. Now it's impossible. 
We, you know what I'm we, we missed that Twitter prime from like 2000, 2009, 20, 20, 2009 to 2012. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> that was the prime. Everybody really? trying to be what politically correct now? It's oh, just, people, it's going soft. You it's literally just, it's going to, soft. You like, literally have to people, watch what you say with a capital T at the end. People's insecurities are coming out more and more in social media. Mm. Look, for as long as I've been living and I just had a birthday, that comedy stage has been sacred ground. A yeah. comedian is supposed to go on that stage, crack jokes, say anything jokes. he wants, exactly. and it ain't nothing personal. It's just jokes. Yeah. Now, there's some comedians I don't rock with. I just don't rock with them. I don't hate them. <laughs> it's just like, I just don't rock with y'all because of the shit y'all saying. But but when the comedian's on that stage, you're supposed to be able to just let loose and say whatever. Like she said, comedians are supposed to make the ugliest things funny. Yeah, yeah. Supposed, yeah exactly, man. I just think we just built totally different as a society. I mean... I even think about this whole bullying thing, right? Like cyberbullying. Yeah. <laughs> Any type of bullying. Bullying. It's like, did we I'm I you know, I sit back sometimes saying, Well, damn, we had bullying when we was young. But I don't ever remember nobody killing themselves about it. Yeah. I just I, don't. I just I don't think I didn't know about shooting it. up the school then. Well, Columbine nah, happened. Columbine right, happened about right about before Columbine I graduated. Columbine happened, I think, 96, 97. Yeah, Columbine was 96. But that was them. We I don't mean, shoot up schools. We don't shoot up schools. We don't shoot up schools. That's period. Point blank. It was earlier than that? It may have been later than that. Because I remember... Let's look it up. I'm sorry, but Jay-Z was on the Hard Knock Life tour. And he donated money he did. to Columbine when he was hmm. on tour. So that got to be like 98, 99. Let's get the exact gear that. Because well, Columbine is, is the first... That's the first time I've ever heard of a school shooting. A school shooting, yeah, that I recall. It uh, was April 20th, 1999. 99, okay. 99. Okay, okay, okay. 2000s. Mafia. So maybe that was maybe that's what started it. Because before 99, you didn't really hear nothing like that. Or is it that social media, like everything else, just puts a light on something that was always yeah. there? I yeah. think social media that's is just what, putting light on people's exactly. insecurities. Yeah. Hmm. Social media puts a light on everything. everything. Yeah, and on social media, everybody that never had a voice now has a voice. Yeah. yeah. And all you need is the right tweet, and it, next it, thing you know, you viral. Yeah, I'm about to say, it could but be I any think small thing, and you get 1,000 retweets, 45,000 retweets. Or, on the other hand, you say the wrong shit, you lose your job. Yeah. Because they get behind that. Now you you don't have a career anymore. Yeah. So you literally true. have to watch what you tweet nowadays. Yeah. And I'm super conscious about that. And I don't even have no damn career. I just don't want to say the wrong shit. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, don't right. I worked hard for my 3,000 followers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't understand how comedians thrive these days. Because when you think about to the we had this conversation before. When you think about to the greats, when you think about Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Martin, Dave Chappelle, hell, uh, Don Rickles. Um, George Carlin. Um, when you think about ver- the 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 Hall of Fame well-known comedians, they go on that stage and they just let it rip. Yeah, they yeah, they man. they talking about anything and everything. Yeah. And now uh, a new comedian coming up, can you do that these days? Nope. It's almost like you got to be a a internet person. I guess it's in I, order to in order to make it. Yeah, but I think y'all hit it on the head with the social media thing because I was just sitting here thinking, what social media allows is. It may it may have been people was offended back in those days, but now social media, like Little said, it gives everybody a voice. Yeah, and so now those voices that were uh, offended just in the in the privacy of their home, mm-hmm. now they have a platform that they can be vocal about being offended. So it goes back to sort of like what I said earlier. It's always been there. Mm-hmm. Social media just gave a, a a platform for it for. You know, anything that you have a problem with, 
you could just speak on it, and if if a million people agree, you just went viral. Right. You know what I mean? That's we even with, with, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Wait. Nah, uh, that's even with like when people be talking about the police brutality against uh, black people. That's always it's, it's been always happening. been there, yeah. but it's just now getting recorded. Yeah. Now you yeah. it every day. Exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah that's all it and is. People that don't know act like. They're shocked. I'm like, we've been telling you for <laughs> years, but been now been you see yeah, it. You right. see it. Right. Right. That's right. very true. But, but they've been showing it since, I'm sorry, Scott. Oh, you they've, been, they've been showing it since, what, 91? With Rodney the video tape of Rodney King? Yeah. Yeah. And they still y'all, act like they don't know what's happening. Did y'all see the latest one? They think one? it's isolated situations. Which one? It's a bunch I mean, of the latest ones. The one, not like, well, when Speak the cop the uh, pulled over the um, two black guys in the car and was like... Do y'all have weed? Sm- like y'all look like y'all Some have bullshit. weed in here. Yeah. Like, oh, he said why you got the guns on us? And yeah, he was like because you like, black. Nah, you nah, nah. One? It was um he was basically it was a female cop and a guy cop. They put over two black gentlemen and they was like um you look like you got a gun. You know what I'm saying? I saw that. Yeah, it was like basically you trying. Look like you got yeah, a gun. You look like the way you looking over there. You know look how like many you got white people look like they got guns? <laughs> the, no, you know how many white people really do got guns? Right, that too. <laughs> and they get to go home. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, fine. Speak, speaking of that, did you see the video of the the white kid? I think he was in Florida. He, he got pulled over for doing like 80 miles an hour. He got out the car and screamed at the cop. I'm like, not surprised. Why are you pulling me That's over? That's always been like, that airport giant with the doctor. Like, do you know what would happen if a I black man that, get uh, out the car? You, you know what's like I'm a black person. You know oh what's funny? Gosh, I dog. watched the old Def Comedy Jam. I was about to mention Def Comedy. And Martin made a joke about how white people can say anything to the police and get away with it. And this was back like in the early nineties. That got me like ninety three, twenty five <laughs> years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you know, white people could could you know say anything to police, and then he was like. Uh, I, I need your badge number, buddy, because because mm-hmm. I'm going to report you to your right, to yeah. the authority. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's always been. Mm-hmm. I think what what white folk and and you know this is not a you know not to make it a racial Let's thing. Speak on it, John. But speak I just think it. white people need to start being honest mm-hmm. with themselves about what's going on about their privilege. And prime example was the video where the guy was getting arrested. The white guy was getting arrested in the airport, and he said, "You're treating me like I'm, I'm a black, black person." person. That right there lets you know they know. Yeah. They know. They just like to act like they don't know. Look, I'm not gonna harp on this too long because this ain't the U and U Blackity Black edition, which will <laughs> be coming soon. <laughs> Blackity Black show. But look, when my lady showed me that video, I said, "Look, file this video under further evidence that white people are not ignorant. Exactly. They know what it is. Exactly. They know the police work for them. Exactly. And they know when they being like, you treat me like a black person, hold on now. Mm-hmm. That's not supposed to be happening. Right. So I pay we, your we, bills, buddy. Exactly. So we need to snap out of that mindset that white folks are just gullible and they ignorant and they don't know the other side. They know very well. They when, know. When my girl uh, Jane Elliott asked the audience, um, if you, how many of y'all uh, feel that black folk get an unfair shake and nobody raised their hand? And then she said, how many of y'all will be willing to trade places with black people and None nobody raised their hand? Because they know. <laughs> they know what's up, man. Yeah. They know what's up. Crazy. But, uh, yeah, man. So, Lala produced a uh, documentary yes, she did. about uh, the butt shots and all that. And I came across a clip. Oh, um, that I word is just funny. I'm sorry. What butt shots? Butt shots is just hilarious. <laughs> you got oh, you got the clip right? Yeah, but it's like three of them. I don't know if you had a specific one. No, 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 no. You to. said you had it. Lean yeah, with it, Rob. It's three clips to it. So I mean, pick one. Pick right. one. 
<laughs> Pick the best one that talks about the biggest and best <laughs> booty shots. All right, here we go. It was one you said I sent in particular. Yeah, you sent three of them. Oh, I did. Yeah, oh, but I played the first one. It's okay. the Tito okay. shot. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay, I'm not drunk. This episode of You and Your Podcast is <laughs> going Tito. Titles like Tito's silicone injections. All because she wants a bigger butt. All because she has low self-esteem. You could be getting fix-a-flat, some type of car oil. It was headaches all the time. It was can't even walk. And she gets the bigger butt because it will give her more attention from men. Not just any kind of man, a man with money. They told me my daughter was brain dead. It's heartbreaking. My butt actually busted open. And without the attention from a bigger butt, what would be the purpose? I mean, let's be honest. How can a bigger butt make you feel better? You can put your fist inside of my right butt cheek. So is it really self-esteem or is it narcissism? I lost almost my life all behind silicone butt injections. Is it about truly valuing yourself or is it about coming up or trying to get over or trying to get paid? So let me get this straight. A woman gets butt shots, butt implants, augmentations, uh, fat transfers, silicone injections. All because she wants a bigger butt. Right, that was the starting over. <laughs> but that was the gist of it. No, that was <laughs> that was strong. That was real strong. Look, me and my lady, we we sat down, we watched the uh, uh, the documentary on BET that La La produced. Uh, we th- we thought it was pretty good. Um, basically, what I took away from it is it is natural for a woman to want to be desired by men. I don't care what they tell you. It is natural for a woman to want to be desired. She wants to be popping. She wa- she wants to know that, A, men are looking at me and desiring me. Not saying she's a hoe, not saying she's out there, not saying she's wild with it. But a woman wants to be desired. And when it comes to black women, a lot of black women have been conditioned to think, if I don't have a behind... Men are not going to want me because that's the one thing that black women are known for <laughs> is having a behind. Wow. Now, look, all all black women don't have a behind naturally. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of them that go and they get this surgery because they feel depressed. They feel down. They feel like um, my worth as a woman isn't being reached to its full potential because of the way I look. Mm. I'm not getting the type of men I should be getting. I'm not attracting the type of man I want because of the way wow. I look. And if I get this behind, this will solve all my problems. Wow. This goes from the regular chick in the hood all the way up to superstars. K. Michelle felt this way. Yeah, She was like, look, I I want to be popping. I want people to look at me. I want people to, to want me. I need this. Wow. So this is... This is something deep that runs in our community that a lot of women are dealing with. And the reality of it is um, this plastic surgery is dangerous. Yeah. Like, it's people dying behind this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's women going in, in basements, getting all type, like she said, fix a flat, cement, rocks, whatever. Even getting some, all type of things. Even some going to, get, to professional to doctors and doctors. Yeah. And, hey, Cardi B was on The Breakfast Club. She said she went to a Brooklyn, a Brooklyn basement. She don't know what they putting her behind. But she got it. Mm-hmm. K. Michelle said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Said she went. She went went to some hotel in Atlanta to the same doctor everybody go to, and she don't know what they putting in, and mm-hmm. she having all types of health problems. So I mean, being popping ain't worth your life. Yeah, you got that right. That shit's sad, man. It is. It's it is. almost bring a tear to your eye. It man. is. It's sad. Yeah. Can I say something real quick? I just want to say uh, to the girls without butt, little booties matter. I love you. <laughs> Shout out to me. <laughs> so, so what do we say to the women that? Already have butts and still get the implants. 
Ah, brother, that, that's awesome. There can why, never be enough ass, I guess. That's why when he posed that question, is it self-esteem or is it narcissism? So you got to ask yourself that because a narcissist just want all the damn attention. Mm. Think about Trump. He want all the attention on him 24-7. He'll do anything to get it. So you think about some of these chicks out here. K. Michelle, like she said on the documentary, she already had a butt, but she wanted it bigger. She thought that getting it even bigger was going to get her more attention. So, I mean, so is that to the point where it's narcissist or is that low self-esteem? Bro, it's, so. it's kind of sad. Brother, let's keep it real. We've all seen women on social media or TV, whatever, they got ridiculously big butts. <laughs> like, it is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get, I can kind of get to if a woman has a completely flat butt, she wants to get something to... You know, give maybe shape. Have a little mm-hmm. shape. Just like if a woman don't have any breasts and she want to give herself a little breast. Mm-hmm. It's the overdoing it that yeah. just like, I'm like, at least if you're going to do it, let it fit your body. Like, yeah. don't mm-hmm. be 120 pounds be with, smart a, about it and be with a booty with of a 220 booty. pound woman. You we know see them saying? at booties on Twitter, <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. The legs and thighs do not match. I you know? believe if 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 you're gonna do it, the safer the safest way to do it is to get a fat transfer. And look. Go to a real doctor. Get your money up if you're gonna do it. Don't go to nobody's basement. Well, listen. Don't don't fly to another country. Unfortunately, like, I have a story about that. That's ooh. that's a sad story. Before you tell us, so, go ahead. Say, before go ahead. you say this, to piggyback on, there's that word again. <laughs> to piggyback on what you were just saying, I say treat your surgeries the way you would treat getting a tattoo. Don't go to your man that just got the tattoo needle. Go to a reputable spot. Check out their work. Check out the people that. They've done work on and see how the upkeep is going. You don't want some people that don't know what they're doing to work on you because that's there for the rest of your life. And you can, like you said, people have died from this stuff. We know they're not going to do that because there's so many stories out here. Chicks dying and stuff, and they still be going to them basements or to them hotel rooms. They just crave for this attention. Yeah. It's safe. Mine to be our next hustle. You and you. (laughs) 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 Well, I got an unfortunate story. As y'all all all know, I worked in the hospital for... A uh, few years, mm-hmm. and one of the um, many sad uh, situations was a woman who came in on the ambulance emergency. Uh, I want to say she was in her late thirties, and she had just had the surgery done by a doctor, a reputable doctor, all that good stuff. And she had complications behind the surgery. And to make a long story short, she passed away. Wow. Now, not only is it was sad of her passing, but it was sad to see her children come in there to say their final goodbyes to their mom because for whatever reason she wanted to have this surgery done. Now, I say all that to say, one of the things that the doctor said to us, because of course we asked the question, like, what in the world happened? What went wrong? Even going to a professional doctor who has a great reputation, all that, some everybody's body is different. Mm-hmm. And everybody's body is not going to accept a foreign object in their body. And unfortunately, it's it's sort of like a crapshoot. It's sort of like one of those things where 
hey, you might be lucky to get it done and not have a single problem, or you just might be unlucky. And the doctor said that. And, of course, they were angry at the doctor like he purposely did something to call. And he just said, I'm sorry, but it was explained to your mom Mm -hmm. that there are risks at doing this. But if she wants, you know, if she wants it done, we'll do it. It's her, at the end of the day, it's her decision, but there are risks behind this. There's no guarantees that your body is going to accept Mm -hmm. what is happening to it. It's no different than you going and having a regular surgery to deal with an ailment in your body. All surgeries are high risk. It's high risk. All surgery. Anytime you, you alter the the natural state of your body mm-hmm. there's a chance for complications yep. there's a chance that you could lose your life i mean you could lose your life giving birth right you know what i'm saying any major change in your body could take your life it's just it's Yo, just the way it is stress on the body. it's stress mm-hmm. on the body so you know we as men have to also do a better job in encouraging these women that aren't maybe so shapely or whatever the case may be because i think we kind of got to take some of the some of the blame you know what i mean because they're doing it for us i think i, think, I don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> i'm not going to take I the blame doing it for themselves no, 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 i'm not saying take the blame i'm saying we do got to make sure let's be honest when we see a girl that ain't got no butt we'd be like oh my god <laughs> she, no, she pretty though from a from this That's wise worse. from the wise <laughs> rapper J Cole, love yours, man. It's yeah. yours. Yeah. 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 Every time we be soul. disappointed is when them thighs be thick and we turn <laughs> up and they walk past <laughs> and we all look and they'll be, <laughs> <laughs> they be like, "Damn, fuck!" I turn around for. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong, but if I was if I found myself attracted to a woman that necessarily. Didn't have the biggest ass in the world. I don't think that's something that would be a big deal to me. Listen, I'm gonna tell you like this. It's cool to look at, you know what I'm saying? It's cool for a moment, but when you get older, that jank be biggest shit in all out of shit. Where is this going? (laughs) When you have them big booties and you old (laughs) and you're not maintaining. Yeah, Yeah, all in all attractive when you old. you You can have a woman with a big ass, but as soon as you step out on out that doorstep, it could be a chick with a better looking ass. I mean, it's just ass everywhere. So you just gotta, it just gotta come down to just you just gotta know that it's just mm-hmm. it's different shapes and sizes of women out here, and it's just what it is. So In the just, words of my man Dick Gregory, that's where the doodle at. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> go, ahead, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Littles. Go ahead, Littles. Well, I, I forgot with the doodle. <laughs> I forgot. I don't even say I'm not gonna. Not look at a girl if she don't have no butt. I'm all about if she's pretty or not. That's what I'm I, I can give a damn if we, she has big breasts. I know how you butt. roll. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, We're not going to do that. But you, Karuchi, huh? but you might not. Shout out be, to her. You might not be of the majority. A lot of guys are looking for. I know guys that she could be flat chested as long as she got a butt. Uh, of course. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's our people all day. Right. You know. But I, I would say this. But that's usually the acceptable dread off. She got to have one or the other. Yeah. And when they have both, good luck. Oh, but anyway, that's a whole other story. Okay. Okay. I, that one. You ain't going I would encourage all women to find someone who love you for you. Exactly. I don't care how you shape. I don't care exactly. if you're big, you're skinny, you got buck teeth, you got a big head, you got Calm one down. eye, whatever. Yeah. Find somebody who love you for you. That's the person you need. To be with, yeah. Period, and and, and John, that's easier said than done. It's but, easy, but John, going back to what you said, mm-hmm. I feel like most of these women get this cosmetic surgery to compete 
with other men, hey. with other women. I don't think it got nothing to do with us. Wow. Okay. Nothing, period. Okay. Hey. They want to stun on these other chicks. It's a cat wow. that's all that's what they want to do. I think that's what it's always about. Fight. It's always about the other chick when it comes to females. Wow. I mean, guys do it too. We got to one up each other. We got to have the best looking clothes. That's what I'm about to ask. What is the equivalent for men? I ain't thinking about none of y'all Negroes. I'm not Negro. I'm definitely not trying to impress no man. I'm just trying to figure out, especially with- I wear cheap shoes. We talked about this before. I wear cheap shoes. With the belts and shit. Like- Yeah. Yeah, like, why are you- Tucking your shirt in so we can see you. I don't give a fuck about your belt. Right. <laughs> if I want that belt, I'll go buy it. I'm not pressing your Gucci like, belt. be tucking their shirts in. Into some, old, into some old Navy jeans. Yeah. And, and <laughs> women ain't tripping off your Gucci belt. That's what I'm saying. Like, in you fact, only doing that to impress other niggas. Based on social media, women ain't tricking, tripping about nothing when it comes to a man. Because they the always only thing they look at, they say The number one thing they look down at is the nigga's shoes. Okay. Mm, Are they you know, clean or not? Yeah. yeah that's, you know that's what's a, crazy though, real talk? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. I'm good. People like who they like. That's yeah. it. It don't matter what you look like. It don't matter what you're wearing. People like who they like. It, 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 is com- it really just come down to that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, it's funny you say that because I had a talk with one of my cousins before. I said, dude, I said, let me tell you something. I said, 38, I've been in the game for a minute. OG in the game. It ain't got nothing to do with the car you drive. Mm-mm. It ain't got nothing to do with the clothes you wear. Mm-mm. I seen some of the baddest women, and you would think, oh, when I, you know, you would think they do would be something yeah. special. No, mm-hmm. not at all. They just like yeah. who they like. They just like who that's, they that's like. That's what it is when it really comes down so to fellas, it. So, fellas, all them comments on social media, all that DMing and all your that, you're wasting your time. <laughs> she got an eye on who she like. And I bet you any amount of money she DM DM him on the regular. Mm-hmm. Whole time she in Little's DMs. It, exactly. <laughs> that would be amazing. So if she <laughs> them reviews. If she ain't DM'd you or said something slick to you or flirted with you, bruh, don't even waste your time. I'm guilty. I look, I'll I'll admit it. I'm guilty. I've been in the comments before because sometimes I'm like, God damn, I gotta speak on this one. <laughs> and he just can't help yourself. I couldn't help myself. The power, the power of the booty. Right. But, but look, I go back like a week later. I'm like, did I like that? Yeah. Bitch? I go back I'm like, let me delete this. Right, Why yeah. am I in these comments? But the Somebody thing that me. amazes me is the girls that talk the most shit about guys got the most followers. I mean, they mm. be going, you niggas is thirsty. You niggas is this. You niggas is that. And they follow just go up, up, and I'm like, when are y'all going to start unfollowing these bras? <laughs> these bras that go on, y'all should have no followers. That's but, crazy. hey, I'm just cut from a different cloth. Mm-hmm. I see and don't see, he and don't hear. I keep <laughs> it moving. I'm not following nobody. If you don't follow me, I'm not following you. Okay, I bet your buddy is. Nah. Let me say this real quick. Go ahead. You brought that up. <laughs> All y'all people who follow our Instagram account, just so we can follow y'all, so y'all can unfollow us when we follow y'all. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> oh, snap. We hip to that game. We hip to that game. We got the app <laughs> yeah, where we can see who unfollowed us. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going that far. Listen, <laughs> when somebody follow me and I go see who it is and I see that they got way more uh, followers follow, than they yeah, follow, that's a big giveaway right there. <laughs> right, I don't yeah. even bother. I'm like, look, I'm 38 years old. You think I don't give a damn about right. a follower at the end of the day? So look at here. You can keep on moving. I see my follow count go up and down every day because <laughs> right. I'm not following <laughs> with the people. Listen, I, look, I'm I'm from the old school. Me and Greg was talking earlier about how said, man, if, if social media was around when we was in our early 20s, <laughs> we would have been viral every day. Yeah. <laughs> I done did all my social media <laughs> shit. Them days is over. Uh, girls freaking in the club. What's that about? Uh, it was Tell a post. Us. And what club is it? It was a post. Right. <laughs> it was a Babylon. post on uh, uh, Instagram. It said... 
a female is in a relationship, is out having a girl's night with her friends and starts dancing and starts freaking on a guy at the club and you walk in. What is your thoughts? I ain't walking in the same club, first <laughs> yeah, of all. Yeah, I'm like, why are you walking in the club on <laughs> yeah, girls' night? I'm about to say, if, you, if they have a girls' night, why would I go to the same club she at? No, well, but just, you yeah. don't know where she at. Just say right, you don't know where like she is. Your man brought you to right, this club. Rock with it, never been there before. Rock just rock put it like this. long as it ain't no face-to-face shit. Oh, I, wait a minute. What you mean it ain't no face-to-face? You know how when y'all... Hold on, wait. Let me set the stage. Nah, listen. You walk in the spot. All right. You see Mrs. Waves busting that thing wide open. All over, dude. Go. Some reggae music. Some <laughs> some Jamaican wine music. How you feel about it? <laughs> Honestly. I'm, cool. I'm fine. Okay. Listen. You're really fine. Listen, listen. If you're going out with your friends to have a good time, uh-huh. I mean, if you, especially if you're going to a club, the, one, the number one thing we hate when we go to a club is when females just be standing around in groups and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If she's going out, and she danced with a dude, that's fine. Long as it don't go further than that, I don't have shit to say. As long as it don't lead past a dance. Yeah, that's it. I don't give a fuck. It's a dance. Who gives okay. a fuck? I'm on t- I'm I'm team waves right now. I'm the same way. I be, I'm, I'm guilty. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm guilty of even telling my girl I be wanting her to go out. Like, go have fun. Like No, I'm even guilty of telling my girl, listen, if the nigga wanna buy you free drinks, <laughs> let that nigga buy you. <laughs> <laughs> My girl will tell you, I'm famous for it. I be like, look, if a nigga want to buy you free drinks, let that nigga buy you free Cause drinks. Because club drinks are expensive. The club <laughs> drinks are keep your money <laughs> in your pocket. Because at the end of the day, luckily, I'm in a position where I know my girl ain't ain't doing no wild shit. You know what I'm saying? And she ain't going to take the free drink. Let me put that out there, too. But I'm but I'm guilty of saying, look, like, stop spending your money. These <laughs> niggas will buy. They will buy your food. And my girl, you know, she's shape. So... I'm like, look, they'll pay for your food. <laughs> they they, they will definitely pay, will. They will pay for your drink. Get all that free shit. <laughs> and then come home nice and tipsy and let's get it in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line. Bottom line. Go ahead, my bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't care about no drink or no food. It it all depends. I'm just being honest. It all yeah, depends on honest. how how she's freaking that nigga in the club. Okay. It all depends on how she's freaking that nigga. What in if she's freaking Kelly Oubre Jr. in the club? I don't care about that okay, nigga. Okay, I'm just saying. I just <laughs> threw a millionaire out there for you. Oh, yeah. I don't care about that nigga. <laughs> right, right, right. It just right. all depends on how she's freaking this, him. But the there's club. nothing wrong with depends. that. I mean, if you have a problem with it, it's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Me and Waves just of the notion that, look, I don't give a damn. As long as you bring that ass home to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You come home tipsy, you wake me up and be like, yo, give me that dick. Yeah. <laughs> you getting it. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was just dancing in the club and I'm ready. Like, man, let's go. You know what I'm saying? But that's me. I'm not. But I'm not knocking another man if he has a problem with it because I'm on record on this show. All there's no blueprint to relationships. Everybody has their yeah, own thing. Yeah, that's definitely. why it's important to deal with somebody that's compatible and that's gonna rock how you right, expect yeah. them to rock. And this you know another thing though. Like I know how my wife is. She's not gonna be in the club. Going but so yeah, far, yeah. You right. know what I'm saying. Exactly. So I'm just speaking out of your your own, yeah, personal, my own yeah. personal. And that's what I'm, I'm speaking. 
I'm speaking from my own personal situation. I already know my girl ain't gonna go but so far. Like I said, she probably ain't even gonna take the free drink. I don't drink. even think she's gonna take the dance, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She so, dance with her female friends. Yeah, dudes, exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I she's in that group that be like, they, when niggas be hating, they all just be dancing with each other and shit. You I know? can see that's me what now. Most <laughs> girls, that's what most girls do in the club anyway. The yeah. girls that really be dancing on niggas and shit is got, the girls who Let me tell y'all, fellas, go to the lounges. Go to the lounges. Stop going to the clubs. Yeah. I mean, except if you was in the club that night when I was drunk, I danced with everybody. <laughs> I was just doing drive-by dances. I was just up, I lied to you not. And it freaked the whole club. My sister, my sister, this was the first time my sister and my niece had ever been in the club with me. And they was like, John, you danced with every girl that came in your pathway. <laughs> And she was like, we were so afraid some dude was going to jump out on you. I'm like, ain't nobody going to mess with me, girl. I'm 265 out there. Kevin Wait, Durant, yeah. huh? <laughs> oh, no, I ain't going to tell the Kevin Durant story. You might as well since we you on. I ain't going to tell the BDB story. So we was at a day party. Uh, I forget the club or whatever. I had to call my boy find out the club. And I was I was blasted. You know, during these these years, these couple of years that, that this was going on, I was going through a lot. So nigga was drinking. Man, they said, you know, they got to tell me the story because I'd be so messed up. <laughs> they was like, Kevin Durant and his entourage had came up the steps to enter into the, the day party. And you was going down the steps and you just pushed everybody, bust through their entourage, pushed everybody out the way. They said, and everybody was looking at you was like, who's this, who's this guy? <laughs> they was like, you was just going. And they was like, you was just angry for no reason. You was just like, how fuck everybody up in this joint? <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm a bad drunk. Like, when I get drunk, I just say and do anything. They said you kept dapping up the security guards. It was like, yeah, we, if y'all got some problems in here, just let me know. <laughs> did you threaten uh, you, to you pop the trunk? Oh, you ain't threatening to pop the trunk, did you? I probably did. Who knows what I did? <laughs> Little I, was, stuff. I was off the chain that night, but hey, Man. I left out there. I had lipstick all over my face, so the ladies love me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole nother story. All right, we good on that? Yeah, sure. Sexual circum no sexual what is this sexual, sexual discussions oh uh, sexual discussions it was a post on Instagram uh it said a chick posted this she said one major turn off for me is men I'm dating initiating sexual discussions or dropping sexual innuendos early on mm-hmm. you haven't even asked me what my favorite color is mm-hmm. but you want to be talking about things you'd like to do to me mm-hmm. no thank you I mean. That's understandable. <laughs> from the woman's standpoint? Yeah, from okay. the woman's standpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sure. think it's understandable. I mean, I let somebody else rock with a whole dialogue what they're going to say. Oh, no, you rock, man. Yeah. I've seen, I want to rock right now. I've, <laughs> I've hung with dudes who, who actually done this, and I thought it was the strangest thing in the world. Like, Dude, how, how are you, like, you initiating this sex talk off the break? Mm-hmm. And, and I remember being in situations with... Dessert with a certain person, and I I hooked him up with a female. Off the break, he was starting sexual conversations with her. She came back to me and told me, "Why is he doing this? This is so unattractive." Mm-hmm. She was turned off by it, mm-hmm. and that was his mo. But the reason he would do that because he was used to messing with younger chicks, and this mm-hmm. chick was our age. Okay. So he was used to messing with younger chicks, so he can get away with it. Mm-hmm. 
But this chick was our age, same age, so she was more mature. Right. And she was just like, why is he coming at me like this so unattractive? She right. ain't want nothing to do, do with, with it. Absolutely. And I just... And I couldn't tell him, but I just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. But I knew that's how he rode. But I thought he would have had more sense to know not to do that with this person because she was older. As, absolutely. She was more mature. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? She had her shit together. Well, you thought wrong. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought wrong. Hey, hey. So, so dude was like, yeah, my name is so-and-so. What's your favorite position? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what he, she said. That's basically what he was doing on the phone. He kept making comments about sex and stuff mm-hmm. and about her body, stuff like that. Hey, the young lady that made this post, I feel her because, look, oh man, you're supposed to let that stuff happen organically. Yeah. You ain't never supposed to bring that up. You're supposed right. to just let it happen. You're yeah. supposed to, you know, shoot your shot, spit your game, be smooth with it. And then when it's when it's time to get down, it's time to get down. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I agree with that, I mean, too. you ain't supposed to force the issue because, yeah, yeah. You, you, you playing yourself at that point. Absolutely. And I pretty much felt like in that situation, she already, I felt she already would have gave you some ass because she was talking to you. Exactly. exactly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that. all you had to do was just exactly. chill out. Chill, yeah, like, chill out. I a, mean. If a chick, you know how the famous thing Females say they already know who they gonna fuck when they see him. Oh, That's yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, why even go ahead of yourself if she already That's put herself in true. that position? Which right, you already got it. She was waiting for you to mess it up. Yeah, she waiting for you to mess it up. She's like, oh, he done said too much. Yeah. <laughs> just the other, just the other night, maybe about a week ago, um, me and my girl was having a conversation, and it was funny. She said, she said, I remember. She said, I remember. When I first realized I liked you. And I was like, what you mean? She was like, you had walked up to me and you just started talking. You just shooting the shit or whatever. And she was like, I started to feel nervous and sort of like feel like like butterflies. Mm. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. She was like, you wasn't doing nothing. You wasn't, you didn't, you know, it wasn't nothing sexual, nothing out the way. You were just talking. You were just being yourself. Just She was like, I don't even remember what we was talking about. But she was like, the, the range of emotions that I started to feel, she was like, wait a minute. Do I feel something for him? Do I got a thing for him? <laughs> I bring that up to say, to your point, women know. It just, it something clicks mm-hmm. in them. And, and the only thing you got to do is not ruin it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm on record on this show about the not talking about sex. And I always say I have gotten more females by never talking about sex Facts. than I ever mm-hmm. did right. bringing it up. Same here. Because I mean, you would go a whole <laughs> you would go a whole lot further. A woman, most women, they want a guy that they can enjoy their time with mm-hmm. and somebody to talk to, meaning somebody that can hold a conversation. If you can't talk about nothing but doing the booty, you a boring nigga. All right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas a nigga like me, I have a whole show about talking about shit. <laughs> so it's obvious that I have a lot of stuff to talk about. You know what I mean? And if and when you when you can stimulate a woman's now I ain't talking about a girl, I'm talking about a woman's mm-hmm. mind, you can stimulate a lot of other stuff later on. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, but I ain't. I'm not gonna get into basically, my bag right now. You basically marinating it. Yeah, yeah. yeah marinate yeah. that fish. Yeah. The, the number one key to <laughs> anybody out there. <laughs> <laughs> the number one key to anybody out there is just patience, man. Patience mm-hmm. is everything. 
Now, you do have some females that that you if you never come on to them, they might think something crazy. Yeah. But I just have yeah. a rule. I let the woman make the first. I let a woman initiate. Yeah, same here, man. You know I what I'm saying? Too. I let a woman initiate. Now, when you when you come in my room, like what, like what happened to me one night, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like, oh, we just about to, you know, like for real Netflix chill, just sit back, you know, watch a movie, whatever. And she went to the bathroom and came back. With just her bra and panties on, I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, that's the first sign that uh, it's about to go down. Oh, you know, okay, okay, okay. Unless she jump out there, you know what I'm saying? Or if you ain't made a move and she say, "Why you ain't never make no move on me?" That's your cue. Yeah, that, that sounds like that consensual rape episode. You know, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, my shit. If you don't do nothing, she might think you gay. Right. Exactly. But there are women like that. There are women like that. But then once they <laughs> once they come at you like that. That's the cue, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so you want me to yeah, yeah. just wait. I'm not saying that the cue always has to be a sexual cue, but there's going to be a cue. Right. She's going to literally tell you, like, nigga, it's yeah. time for you, you to- know you're opening. Yeah, you, you should, know you're opening. You should, you should know you're opening. Absolutely. Facts. <laughs> hey, we're going to get out of here because y'all look like y'all getting sleepy. No, I'm going <laughs> to up. I'm going oh, yeah, up. up. Okay. It's early. <laughs> okay, so let's do one more and then we're going to get out of here. Let's talk about this chick bundle of Britney. Who, who's that? Brittany Renner. Brittany Instagram star. Renner. Instagram star. She recently uh-huh. put out a video. Do you have the video? Yeah, let me let me get it. Now, before you play it, um, I'm going to talk while you find it. She had a clip on Twitter, I believe, where it was her and a porn star, right? Tiana Trump. Tiana Trump. And they were insinuating maybe they were doing a video or something? That's what they made it seem like. They made it seem like, but we haven't got no word on that. No. Okay. So she had put out a video on Twitter with her and a porn star. And everybody on Twitter was thinking like, oh, snap. She about to do a, a video with this chick or something. Because everybody's waiting to see this girl like get loose. Okay. So just recently she came out with a video. And I'm going to let Rip play the video. All right. Here we go. Let's get into it. I don't know why in like 2018 that's any of your fucking business or why it matters. But 24. 11 athletes. <laughs> Woo! Five entertainers. Woo! Eight regular guys. Woo! I've only fucked three regular guys since I've been Instagram famous because a lot of y'all run your fucking mouths too much. I don't want to be sending you a video one minute, the next minute. I see me spreading along the timeline, playing with my pussy. And my experience, the worst right people now. to deal with are the athletes. None of them use condoms, really. So if y'all really want to try to come up off a check off a man, you, know, you could just fuck an athlete. They're really dumb. <laughs> I don't like talking about my history with men I'm dating, I guess until now, because most of the guys that I've dealt with are going to have more money than you. Okay. And you're going to feel a way about it. I know the male ego is fragile, like the ball sack that hangs in between your legs. In conclusion, like I don't even look at people as like trashy or not. It all comes down to mentality for me. I want to know my body count. I don't know why in like 2018, that's any of your fucking business. Yeah, that's Hold it. Hold on. <laughs> Let me just say this, y'all. What's up with even chicks like what she was saying, how athletes be having sex without condoms and stuff like HIV and AIDS is real. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> like, yes, indeed. You ain't exempt because you got money. Yeah, <laughs> like the shit is real. You know what I'm saying? Like especially in D.C. area, man, the, the rate is so high, dog. Like, wrap it up, man. 
It's not worth it. It's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, Kaepernick, I hope you wrapped it up with her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real? That's what, okay, okay. So let me tie this all together. So we had a topic about uh, sex, emotional, what was it, emotional? Emotionally unstable women. Most, emotionally unstable women in sex. And it was said that emotional unstable women are usually the best ones to have sex with. Yeah. I'm going to tie that into this chick here, Brittany Renner, because I think she's a little off her rocker. Um, although I think she's trolling, I think she's of the population of Instagram folks or social media folks that would do any and everything to build a, make her fan following base. bigger, her, or her fan she base. She clout chasing. She clout yeah. chasing. Okay. Now, it's, I don't doubt that she's had some relations with some, uh, celebrities or whatever the case may be, but 24, uh, I, I don't know about that. One. Two, unprotected. I don't know about that either. I think she's trolling. I think it goes to show that people do anything for attention. But because she's a little crazy, she probably do have some mom sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think I'm just being honest. I looked at this, I looked at this this two ways. The emotionally unstable sex. Uh, first, um, most of the time you think about it, emotionally, emotionally unstable women, they'll most likely do anything for their man or any man that they deal with to get some type of love and affection. True. Two, we talked about this before with, uh, depression and it says with depression, a lot of people who have depression, men and women, they're, especially with people who are bipolar, mm -hmm. they, are, they are overly sexual people. Mm. I, I, didn't go, I didn't get into why. I know there's studies of why, they're, why, why that's the case, mm -hmm. but there have been studies that pointed out that People that suffer from bipolar, bipolarism and some people who suffer from depression and stuff are overly sexual people. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, well, look, I ain't done, done the science behind it, but I know that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I think we all know that's Pretty true. <laughs> um, I don't know what the correlation is, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, getting back to this chick that, that did the clip, I don't know too much about her. I don't know if she's trolling. Maybe she is trolling. Maybe she clout chasing. She's trying to get followers. But there's some chicks that's really in the game like that. Oh, yeah. Like, doing yes, the oh, yeah. She talking about. Those oh, yeah. people exist. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. I just don't. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time these days wrapping my head around the amount of celebrities or well-to-do people financially mm -hmm. that are so reckless. Yeah, yeah, they They are so reckless and have such low self esteem. Yeah, it's a, it's astonishing to me. I'm like, what is that about? What is that? Our brother. And then this, at the same time, the chicks that they having sex with, they definitely paying them for it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's been going on in yeah. one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. You, but yeah. why yeah. you don't have to? Yeah. I wish the fuck. I would. I just conclude. Mm -hmm. I just conclude. 
corny niggas is just corny niggas. It don't matter how much money that's you true. got. Yeah. But, but go ahead, true. Scott. I'm sorry. Now I was gonna say our brother Charlemagne the God. He's about to release a, a second book called Shook Ones. Mm-hmm. And the premise of that book, he's basically saying all the success he's acquired isn't because he's fearless. It's because he's afraid. Mm. And I think there's a lot of famous people like that. All the fame they've acquired is because they're scared as hell. I mean, The Rock, he uh, recently told a story about how, you know, when he first started out, you know, um, like in, in the wrestling game, he went to the bank to, like, withdraw money, and he couldn't even take $20 out of the yep. bank because he only had $15 in there. Mm. And he was so scared by that moment, he said, this is the last time I'll be in this position. And he took off. So I think it's a lot of famous people that's driven by fear and low self-esteem. Wow. Wow. Is that my is that why I'm not famous? Because my self-esteem too. <laughs> so my self-esteem is ridiculous. Hey. My self-esteem is ridiculous, yeah. yo. I mean. Sometimes I think more highly of myself than I should. <laughs> Shameless plug here. Go check out the blog, greatestiamblog.com. Please I wrote do. a blog about this. I really? am rock solid about the rock. Mm, that's yeah. a great blog. Yeah. Wow. It was. I'm over the out. rock. We're going to talk about that one day. Uh-oh. In a future episode, we're going to talk about the rock. Oh, wow. You over the rock? Okay. But yeah, man, I just, I, you know, from the, the episode, the, the thing that's going on with Nicki Minaj to- What is up with her, bro? Just a lot of celebrity. I'm saying, what is this about? Like, why so many well-to-do, wealthy, famous, the world at they, as their footstool, and they so down and so- just. Sad and think <laughs> they're probably afraid. And swear they're head. not though. Just look swear at they're it. not. One of the most popular shows on TV right now is called Insecure. True. That Insecure. Is true. True. And you think about the the somebody tweeted the linchpin about, about the linchpin behind the show, uh, Issa Rae. And this is just this is just my point of view on Ooh. it. You look at Issa Rae, and she's came out and said this. She's the awkward black chick. Mm-hmm. And when you look at it, this is how I look at it. The way that she conducts herself, the way that she acts, she still has a lot of insecurities around her that she had from the past. Absolutely. And we've talked about on the show before about in the book that she previously wrote about how she was telling black women to date Asian men. And she was recently on The Breakfast Club and said that it was a joke. Fuck that. That shit wasn't a joke. That That shit wasn't a joke. She was serious about what she said about black women dating Asian men based off of her being an awkward black girl. Being an awkward black girl and not being accepted and loved by black men. So she had to find an alternative and she was trying to tell other black women to to move in that same direction. And she still holds some of that that hate and anger around that. Yeah. I'm going to say this, though, man. If if social media hasn't showed us um, anything else, it has definitely showed us there are goo gods of people <laughs> that suffer from low self-esteem yeah. uh-huh. and, de- and have a strong desire for attention. Yeah. The attention-seeking is... It blows my That's mind. That's the greatest drug of all time right now. Yeah. Man, That's why I'm like, what is that? I'm, I've always been the person who's trying to be as low profile as possible. I call Instagram Instagratification. Wow. That's what it is to me. Wow. Instagratification. But Jim Curry made a statement that has ended up being so powerful. And he said, I wish that everybody 
could become filthy rich yeah, so they can yeah. see mm-hmm. that that is not the answer. Pac said that like 10 years ago. <laughs> 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 I'm just Somehow. I'm just saying. <laughs> Somehow. I'm just saying. But Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey been woke the past for three minute, years for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's so true. It's like, yo, obviously money and fame is not the answer because oh. I done seen so many wealthy, famous people crack. They say that money and fame heightens your insecurity. Your insecurities. Wow. And I used to say this all the time when I used to think about my depression and stuff. I used to say I'm, it's a good thing that I wasn't famous or anything because I would be in a much worse place than I am now mm. because of the money and the fame. Like I would be trying to get more love and affection and attention and stuff from other people based off of the the riches I have around me true, that <laughs> that only heightens the that's the true. insecurities. That's true. But on the other hand, uh, big man upstairs, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm willing to try this being rich thing. <laughs> problem. I'm, I'm willing to prove to you I can do this differently. Hey, I'm with you. <laughs> give, give me your rich people problems. I'll oh, trade you in a second. Because I'm saying, man, if 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 uh, all these folk got low self esteem, I need to show them what it's like to be high self esteem and be rich. Because let me tell you, I'm Straight ready. Off. I'm ready. And I'm not oh, going to be man. the idiot out here buying stupid shit. Trust and believe that. And with that being said, we're going to end on Littles and the Reviews. Uh-huh, you thought you was going to cut my segment, didn't you? But I'm back. <laughs> I only got one movie review right now because, uh, and I got to announce that the movie review is going to be few and far between because I canceled my movie pass, so fuck (laughs) them. (laughs) Uh, I saw a movie called, uh, last week called Mal 22, starring uh, Mark Wahlberg and Ronda Rousey. I don't know why she was advertised as a star because she's in it for 10 minutes. (laughs) But uh, Mark Wahlberg starts as a, he stars as a military team leader whose job is it, whose job is to escort a former cop. From a, they didn't really say the country, but they're gonna must basically say Indonesia. He's a cop. He learned some information about a potential uh, terrorist attack, so he trades that information to where the attack is gonna happen for a safe passage to the USA. But the only thing is, he has to get safe passage with uh, to the airport, which is of course 22 miles away, and the 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 plane that's gonna take him to America is only gonna be there for 15 minutes. So they gotta get 22 miles. Within mm. this time frame, and the country he's in are tr- is trying to kill him because he's a turncoat, basically, because he was one of their cops. And uh, the movie's action pack is barely 90 minutes long, so once it starts, it's it's on. It's straight action pack. And the other star from the movie, his name is Eco Uways. He was in a movie called The Raid. It's mm. one of the better action movies. I've seen that. It's I've one seen of the better that action good. movies yeah. that came out this year. It's an Asian movie. has subtitles, but it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Wow. It's called The Raid? Yeah, The Raid, yeah, the Raid, the Raid, the Raid and The Raid 2. Yeah, action you, packed. Yeah, oh, you like karate, yeah, martial arts. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I haven't crazy. watched one of the those The stunts are years. crazy. They got yeah. one of the best stunt teams in the world right wow. there. Wow. Yeah, so um, out of a five, I give it a three and a half out of five. I enjoyed it. Okay. You know, most critics aren't going to like it because it's... You know, Mark Wahlberg is very annoying in this movie. Mm. Like, every time he talks, he talks in, like, a long-ass monologue. Gotcha. And even one of the characters was like, no, shut the fuck up. Stop talking in monologues. <laughs> Which I, I enjoyed that part. That was funny. But I give it three and a half out of five. It's, if you're an action movie fan, this is right up your alley. It's directed by Peter Berg, who did Lone Survivor. And uh, that's his forte to action films. And I think Mark Wahlberg does action very well. Mm. Yeah. 
But okay. the only only thing to take off points is the ending. They left it, so they were definitely trying to do a sequel. Got I don't you. like when movies do that. Got you. Okay. Okay. And, and what's the name of it again? Uh, Mile Twenty Two. Mile Twenty Two. Real real quick, since um, I'm gonna save the Astro World Jones for when Greg get here because I know okay. he's a fan too. Yeah, okay. So we talk about that next time. But I got three songs for you to listen to. If you have Spotify title, they're available everywhere. Uh, a song called "Honey" by a lady named Ravina R A V E N N A. Honey by Ravina. Okay. Jamila Woods featuring Chance the Rapper, and the song is called LSD. Mm. And a song by ASAP Mob, Big Sean, and Playboy Cardi. It's called Frat Rules. Those are my three songs to listen to. All right, there you have it. Littles with the reviews. If you don't like it, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> listen, this show has grown in leaps and bounds from the beginning. Yikes. We have three segments now that will be a part of this show. We're going to talk about shoes soon. You know <laughs> hey, what I'm saying? The fall, sh- the fall sneaker review is coming. It's Uh-oh. coming soon. Hey, man, man Little's going to get on that one. Yes, sir. If you enjoy what's happening here at the UNU Podcast, all we ask you to do one simple thing. Tell a friend. <laughs> it's the UNU Podcast. I'm your boy. Oh, I said I was going to stop saying that. <laughs> Unproductive and unapologetic. That's us. That's us. I'm your boy O King Johnny O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny J O N N Y. Next to me is is your main man Littles, aka Uncle Daddy. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Littles one one two six. That's my birthday. Don't forget it. <laughs> Next to him is Scott. You can catch me on Instagram at U N U Scott. August twenty eighth to September first. Systematic racism and capitalism. Lines of oppression is free. Download the Kindle app. If you got a Kindle, go get it. It's free. It's free. It's free. It's free. It's free. Five free. days I'm giving away. It's free. Free. Hey, next to him is. <laughs> it's your boy, Rip. The mother lover. <laughs> your mother call me Rip because I not only rip it, I smack it up and flip it. My mother better not be on your phone, <laughs> Shout out to son. That's for you, son. Next to him is. My it's Waves, the handsome guy. You can catch me on Instagram, Waves underscore DC. That's with a Z and not an S. Hey, you've heard it all here. Listen, we just want you to tell a friend, continue to support. We appreciate and love all y'all. We're going to leave y'all with this.